Hey, Kaylee. Hi, Autumn. <laughs> uh, have you watched anything gay lately? Uh, no, I have not watched anything gay lately, but I have watched this movie about this, uh, this housewife who has a very, like, fraught relationship with a, uh, a working mom, and then the working mom vanishes, and they have to solve a mystery while also sleeping with the house, or the working mom's husband. And so much happens. Okay, but that sounds kind of gay. It's a little gay. It is a little gay. You lied to me. You said that this movie was queer baiting. Okay. And they kiss. They yeah, it's, kiss. Full on, it's full on queer action. If they kiss, Here's it's the not thing. queer baiting. Here's the thing about this film is that, like, yes, it's not technically queer baiting, but it feels queer baity to me. And I cannot <laughs> okay. I cannot describe why. If this movie was made two years earlier, the kiss would not have happened and everything else still would have. Yeah, okay. I can definitely see an alternate universe where this movie is like... I think the reason that this movie feels like queerbaiting to me is because I heard about this movie from uh, Tumblr, from a bunch of, like, blogs. You know, Anna Kendrick was trending or whatever. And it was Mm -hmm. from a bunch of blogs that were like, oh, uh, like... It's it's from people who really wanted Anna Kendrick to be gay in the Pitch Perfect movies, mm-hmm. and they were really excited. They really wanted here... justice. <laughs> so here was a new opportunity for Anna Kendrick to be gay, and the trailers really play up the relationship between Emily and Stephanie mm-hmm. in a way that I don't feel like comes through in the final film. Like the husband is not even a thing in the trailers. Like he's barely <laughs> there. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Okay, But Is It Gay? This season, it's okay, but that was gay, where we look at movies that are maybe not gay on purpose. Last week was Jennifer's Body, and we're continuing with our girl boss motif. When did this movie come out? 2019? 2018. 2018's A Simple Favor, starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. They are just Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively in my notes. Just so everyone knows. Hard save. I'm going to be saying Anna Kendrick (laughs) and Blake Lively. I, this movie's a lot. This movie is, would have been a very good candidate for season one. Interesting. Mm. That's the quality of the... (laughs) But it's it's quite it's not quite gay enough for season one. That's fair. Like That's it is fair. gay, but not in that way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I got a similar, like heightened sort of fever state watching <laughs> this as I did when we were watching the overnight for the first time, yeah, and I wasn't okay. even drunk when we were watching that. Yeah, when yes, we were watching no, uh... when we were watching this, I was very drunk when we were watching the overnight. Because, <laughs> yeah, when you showed me the overnight, I was like, you know what this reminds me of? <laughs> Interesting. Perfect. Amazing. 
This is Kaylee. She's. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? I would love to. Um, uh, my name is uh, Kaylee uh, Van Overen. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do my last name or not, but I decided to. Uh, <laughs> so brave. <laughs> I use uh, either she, her, they, them pronouns. Both are fine for me. Um, I am currently doing uh, game dev is, is, is my passion. And also talking about gender and stories and sexuality is also my passion. So I was very excited to get to talk about this bad movie. Uh, oh, I think show. it's great. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this movie. My feelings on this movie change every single time I watch it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Kaylee did our logo, if you like our I logo. I did do the logo. I forgot I did the logo. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, trigger warnings for this movie. It is so much. It really is. The list is like comparatively short, but every single thing that I'm going to say is really intense. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, gaslighting. Oh my god, I remembered one we forgot. Okay. Drowning. Ah! Yeah. Drowning's a big thing. I mean, could that just be under like murder? Murder. Like, like drowning specifically. Yeah, and it happens have, on like, screen. There's an on screen drowning in this film. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh,. That hap- that goes hand in hand with all the violence and the murder and the blood and a little bit the falsified domestic assault allegations, infidelity, gaslighting. This is a movie about Anna Kendrick getting gaslit. Mm-hmm. Just so uh, everyone knows. Yes, everyone in this movie is gaslighting her all the time. Ex- she Sean does a little bit of not- gaslighting. Sean is absolutely doing... No! Okay, we can debate... We can debate on Sean's gaslighting after the trigger warning list. <laughs> uh, incest, car-related yeah. carnage, murder, st- people get hit by cars, and they all—they almost get into car accidents a, a couple times in this movie. Nudity and sexual themes. We're going to talk about Blake Lively's cooch a lot. Uh, <laughs> suicide, homophobic slurs, and like the manipulation of children. Like, very young children. This episode carries additional content warnings for the discussion of spousal abuse, childhood abuse, the death of a parent, and drug and alcohol addiction. Stay safe. If any Mm -hmm. of that is even (laughs) a little bit bad for you, go listen to a different episode of the podcast. I'll see you next week. Or at least don't watch the movie. At the very least, least, don't watch. At the very least, this is not a movie you should watch. This is a movie. Changed my life. (laughs) <laughs> i i don't have that many notes because i went down to i sat down to rewatch it to take notes because i watched it the first time luckily i watched this the first time in a room full of people i think that was a great call on my part mm-hmm. <laughs> looking back and i sat down to rewatch it and i was like i how are we going to talk about this movie? Uh, I don't know what you mean. 
Um, all of my notes are, wow, Blake looks really hot in that suit. And then, wow, yeah. look at Blake in that scene. And then, wow, Blake mm-hmm. could slap me like that. And that's just all of my notes. Just so everyone's <laughs> Okay, that's the other reason it feels like queer bait to me, is that they have Blake Lively in a lot of, like, really nice suits. And that, that feels like it's bait. That's bait. She had her they titties out in that graveyard. Why are you yes. having titties out in the graveyard? What do you mean, why? It was for me. It was for me. I'm the target audience. <laughs> Look, I have no complaints about Blake Lively. I have complaints about um, Anna Kendrick, but I don't have complaints about Blake Lively. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm being judged. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's just such a massive weirdo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, Wait, which one? <laughs> Blake Lively is a massive weirdo. Okay. Well, they're both Anna weirdos. Kendrick's character. Stephanie is weird the worst in a mom. very normal understandable way mm. stephanie blake, is quirky and blake is weird yes okay blake okay. lively is actively hostile <laughs> to everyone around her yeah how's she in charge of hr could i just say what kind I, of yes because she, mani- that the she manipulates people it. she's literally her job is to just gaslight the people that she works with probably but like, but this she doesn't. Proof that she HR just, is not on your side. But she's like outwardly mean, like nasty to people in a way that HR is normally like they hide it. You know what I mean? Behind like fake mm-hmm. smiles and yes. stuff. It's yes. just, it's just wild. So this is this is a movie about a, like Kaylee said, there's like a stay-at-home mom. We learn later that she is able to be a stay-at-home mom in part because of a life insurance settlement that she received after her husband's tragic death. She meets Blake Lively, who is a working mom, because their sons are friends. They're in, like, third grade. Um, Their sons are friends, and they're like, we want to do a play date this afternoon. And Blake Lively is like, I kind of wanted to get drunk uh, this afternoon. You, Anna Kendrick, will come get drunk with me. And so they hang out, and (laughs) they have very bad... Uh, martinis. Blake Lively doesn't know how to make a martini. You skipped over Blake Lively's introduction, and I feel like that's a crime. Yeah, um, yeah. No, because it's I'm the just... exact same intro that they did in in Jennifer's body. Oh, it's literally identical. Oh my god! Right. Like the sexy like tracking shot. Like yeah, yeah. Here she oh. is, like walking. I went into this movie. Kaylee suggested this movie for the podcast, and I said, okay, so this is like a a queer bait movie about Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively having homoerotic tension that we're going to ignore. Okay. And then we meet Blake Lively inside of Anna Kendrick's perspective via, like, the wind blowing through her hair and the camera slowly panning up, and she's, like, striding forward in her sexy heels, and it's like, what?! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wasn't ready for that. I also thought this was just going to be like, because Anna Kendrick likes to create homoerotic subtext in like everything she does. So I thought that's mm-hmm. all this movie was going to be too. But wow. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Like, I, I, I'm not going to lie and say that like Lively and Suits wasn't a major factor in me purchasing this movie without ever having seen it before like I have a DVD (laughs) of this movie that I bought before I had watched it because I was like well if it sucks then at least it's fun to have a DVD of it 
<laughs> um, and yes, so it's Blake Lively in really good suits, and mm-hmm. uh, and they like bond, and then Blake Lively mysteriously vanishes. Mm. They bond. Blake uh, Lively seduces her and then vanishes. Yes. Yes. The, okay. So they get to Blake Lively's fancy house. It's one of those ugly, ultra modern square things that I hate. Mm-hmm. And Anna Kendrick is like, "Ooh, wow, so pretty," and talks about her Target socks, so that we get the idea that they are of very different social, like, uh, like financial standings. But then it turns out that Anna Kendrick has sort of been coasting on this life insurance policy uh, so that she's able to live comfortably with her son and run her mommy blog. Uh, but Blake Lively is uh, like in a lot of debt because her husband, who is a professor at like a fancy university, I don't remember which university it is. But It, it looked like a nice university. Yeah. I don't think it said the school, did it? Because it says Berkeley at the end as like that's his achievement is he is now has is now tenured at Berkeley, so he's mm-hmm. he's working at not Berkeley. They're in Connecticut, mm-hmm. and so uh, they're in a lot of debt because he like had a book come out ten years ago but hasn't written anything since. And I guess her like fancy HR job where she's like jetting off places all the time doesn't pay her enough to support the house or something i don't know yeah i was very confused on like they both have really nice jobs so it must be a fuck ton of debt yeah am i allowed to swear on this podcast yeah go for wow say you haven't listened to the podcast without saying you haven't listened to the podcast (laughs) my best friend kaylee has i'm so sorry i'll go listen to the backlog right now Um, Sean definitely makes zero dollars. He's just an English professor. Yeah. That's a bold, bold but fucked up if true. Mm-hmm. It is correct. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the, the status quo that we're going into. We need to remember that Anna Kendrick has been living comfortably off a life insurance policy and Blake Lively is in debt because this conversation motivates all of everything that Blake Lively is going to do in this movie. Mm-hmm. Then then they get drunk and they like share secrets. Oh, ev- another thing that is important in this scene, it does, it's not going to sound like it's important to the plot, but it's really <laughs> important to the plot. Blake Lively has a giant painting of her vagina on her living room wall. No, that's important. Thank you for reminding the audience. <laughs> it is actually very important. Yes. Just put a pin in that. This will become important later. Then they get drunk. And we learn terrible things. Yeah, the two of them, like, share secrets over martinis. Uh, and Anna Kendrick's secret is that when she she's, like, 18 when this happens... Yeah, okay, I definitely got the yes. impression that she was, like, a high schooler or, like... Wait, she is a high least, schooler. Like, like, an older teen when this mm-hmm. happened, maybe early 20s, but then, like, Sid was like, wait, she's supposed to be, a, like, she's supposed to be, like, an older teen in that flashback? I don't think so, and I was like, is she? But, like, yes, I she's definitely got that school. impression. She's, like, explicitly yeah. in high school, so... Mm-hmm. Yes. The thing that happens in this flashback is that uh, the Anna Kendrick's dad dies, and it's very sad, 
and on the day of his funeral, she meets her half-brother for the first time. And, (laughs) drawn together by tragedy, and also she states explicitly that, like, he looks a lot like her dad, and that was part of why this happens, uh, the two of them sleep together. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very... There, it's there's a lot. It's a mm-hmm. lot. There's a lot happening. In Freud it. would have cool. gone batshit. Let me just <laughs> we're say, we're not talking about this man. No, we're talking about him because how can we not? How can we not? <laughs> this could have easily have been something else. This yeah. is so like it doesn't have. When I say that this has no bearing on the plot, absolutely not. Well, okay, it does have a little. Except bearing on it the does. Plot. I thought no. this was just a shock thing to say. Oh, Anna Kendrick is actually a freak, and we've been like misled this whole time. But no, because then we learn that like they kept this up. Yes, like, they sleep or together. Or at least it's implied they did. Yeah. Oh, it's, mm, it's her more late than husband blood. certainly thought that they were keeping it up. He he mm. asked if his son was actually uh her half brothers. That is what he asks, and I think the movie wants us to think that, too, so that's what I think. She Uh doesn't, yes, she doesn't say no to a question that would be very easy to say no, what the fuck are you talking about, to? Yes. I think the implication is that she also doesn't, like, she's not 100% sure, and so doesn't want to lie to him in that scene. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, Which that's implies worse. that she has slept with her brother at some time uh, but after after so that much. situation. Um, oh, also, uh, Blake Lively. Big Lively's big confession is that she had a threesome with her husband and his TA. Uh-huh. Uh, which is... The two of those things are not on the same level. Yeah, no, I definitely got the impression that that was a, that was a lie. That was not the most freaky thing she's ever oh, done. Oh, definitely not. Yes. Oh, we learned later that she's... <laughs> We learn later that she's a freak. Um, no, but she literally acts like the big deal of that story also is the fact that she hooked up. Like She had a threesome with another woman as if like uh-huh. a man wanting to have a threesome with two women is weird. Um, and not the fact that it was a TA. And like, I don't know how old yes. she was supposed to be, but definitely weird age gap there. Really gross. We see her even later. if she's an adult, that yeah. that's still, he's still her boss. Like, yeah. that's my thing is even if she is a consenting, like, you know, 24-year-old or whatever, that's still her boss, and that's kind of creepy. Yeah. We see her later, and she's she's a grown woman, but mm. also, yes. Ew, bad. I just, I don't, it didn't have to be, Anna Kendrick's secret didn't have to be this. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it could have been more connected to the life insurance thing. Uh, it could have been that, like, she had cheated on her husband one time and really regretted it and never got to tell him about it because he died tragically. It could have been anything else. You could have even had it be like, oh, I had a different close female friend who I slept with their husband after she died. Uh, <laughs> and funny. just have it be like, hey, Anna, is this a thing for you? <laughs> um, but uh, I, I guess I'm going to say right now, I think it's fine that Anna Kendrick and Sean sleep together. I think it's fine. Really? I I do agree that the timing is pretty. The timing sus. is is like, bad. 
They were in the trauma zone. Yeah. I get but... that. Yeah. I get that when you're in the trauma zone, you make bad decisions. But also, like, yeah, you like, you know, take the L, but also, uh, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that was fucked up. Still not nearly as fucked up as anything that as Emily Literally does. anything else. And why does Anna Kendrick's character, why is she, like, so turned on at funerals? The amount of times that she has to have (laughs) sex immediately after a funeral is not zero. A hundred percent of the funerals we see, she has sex after. Yeah, well, hypersexualization is a common trauma response. I don't think the movie wants it to be that deep, that this is just, like, a thing that's happening to her psychologically. But, like, that's a thing that happens to people. Yeah, it's just oh, for the sure. way this movie, like, shows it is, yeah. it's just... <laughs> but when one hun- we see two funerals in this movie, and Anna Kendrick sleeps with someone that she maybe shouldn't be sleeping with at both of them. Mm-hmm. She has a, a 100% sleeping with someone after a funeral rate. Mm-hmm. I just, I hate that for her. <laughs> uh, I think I wrote later that she has a grief kink. That's what I wrote down. Ah, you're not wrong. I hate it. <laughs> uh, then Sean comes home. He's very handsome. He is. He's very handsome. It's Henry Golding, I believe. Henry Golding. I love him. Yes. Yes. He was in Crazy Rich Asians. Everyone in this movie is really hot. Yeah. It's a, it's a hot people movie. It's a hot people only event. <laughs> it's great to be bisexual and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, I will say at the very top, I am a Sean apologist. I don't think he did anything wrong. Sleeping with the TA is kind of sus. And sleeping with it. the TA is that's bad. Uh, sleeping with a woman right after going to the funeral of your wife is, like, not great. But also his wife was... He, okay, every... Um, I'm, like, okay. I have a tendency to pay a lot of attention to the way that, like, husbands talk about their wives in these kind of movies. Mm-hmm. And he, the way he talks about his wife is very much, like, there is nothing between them. Like, he has no affection for her every time he speaks about her. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the way he speaks about her is very much like, I was in a, like, basically abusive relationship. Which yeah. is probably not wrong, considering, like... The everything. <laughs> the everything that Emily does, but like it is it, yeah, it is very much like, oh yeah, no, I'm the reason that he's getting over this real quick is because like their relationship was already like not good. Okay, but it's still bad for his son the way he just had this new woman like move in so quickly and literally replace his mom. I was more, I think, feeling bad for the way what he was doing was affecting his kid mm-hmm. oh for sure like a million percent um what's his name nikki nikki is gonna need about like 10 years of therapy like, that doesn't make uh, sean a bad person and i don't hate sean i felt bad for sean in this movie i did but like he's not perfect either yeah yeah oh for sure he's making choices yeah <laughs> there are very few good choices in this film <laughs> yeah uh, also, uh, before we meet Sean, uh, Blake Lively shows Anna Kendrick her wedding ring and says that Sean's mom gave the ring to her. Put a pin in that. 
remember yeah, that insisted <laughs> that she have it i believe mm-hmm. is the exact wording yes uh then we get like blake lively asking for a simple favor can you watch <laughs> my kid while i'm at work we don't have a nanny because it's hard to find a decent nanny uh apparently are you just running them off because you're weird do they all <laughs> have concerns about the giant coochie painting in your living room I assumed it's because they were like had no money that you couldn't afford a decent nanny. Maybe. Yeah, I get, yeah. But also, her personality is terrible, so. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine being hired to watch a child and you walk into the living room of this family's house and there's just an enormous, like, person sized painting of the mom's pussy on the living room wall? Why is it that in her bedroom? Yeah, put that somewhere else, first of all. Um, (laughs) all. It's also not like, it's not like an ambiguous, like, artistic rendition of a vagina. Yeah. It is her, like, lying down. You can see that she is completely naked. You have a clear view of her face. So you know Mm -hmm. for a fact that, like, it is the mother. And that is her entire pussy out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at this very like violent angle too like yeah. it's like an uncomfortable angle like yeah it is yeah it it wants you to be uncomfortable looking at it and our hips are sticking out the backstory of this painting uh comes up later and i still don't understand why it is painted specifically in this way mm-hmm. <laughs> then she doesn't come home for two days and anna kendrick's like hmm that's weird. Yeah. Uh, she is very much implied to be, like, kind of... Not implied, but she's, like, a, very much, like, a people-pleaser kind of person. So she's like, yeah, I'm, I've been taking care of this kid for two days. Also, I can't get a hold of anyone. Sean is specifically out of town. Yes. His mom is sick. Mm-hmm. And he's British, and so he's in in England taking care of his mom right now. Um, and, yeah, How she convenient. can't get a hold of anyone at work. She can't get a hold of... Emily didn't have any friends, so mm-hmm. it's just like she was like, "Hey, can you watch my kid while I deal with like a thing at work?" And then she vanished, which is a bad sign. Yes. <laughs> so uh, she goes to Blake Lively's job. Everyone there is like, "Yeah, she vanishes all the time." And when she gets back, all of our problems are magically solved. So we just don't ask questions. You should not ask questions. Have you considered mm-hmm. not asking questions? Everyone seems very, like, just, yeah, whatever, she does this and we don't, yeah. They're just, they're very unconcerned. Uh, she finds a very obvious blackmail letter in Blake Lively's work desk. It's, like, a picture of her, like, a black and white photo of her, and then crudely scrawled under it is keep the faith, or gotta have gotta faith. have faith. Gotta yeah. have faith. Mm-hmm. She, this is the, the photo that Anna Kendrick chooses to use for the missing posters that she then makes. You'd think that that would come back, but it doesn't. It does not come back. Uh, also, there is the bit where Blake Lively hates having her photo taken. Yes. Yeah, I didn't blame her for that. I mean, Anna Kendrick just, like, without even asking, takes a picture of her with the full intention of, like, publishing it. Yeah. Because she, like, she's on the yearbook committee for this elementary school. Yeah, but to be fair, the the correct answer would be, like, hey, I wasn't comfortable with that. Can you please delete that? Don't post that anywhere. I, like, don't. Oh, yeah. Her response was weird. 
Yeah, yeah. Her mm-hmm. response is, if you do not delete that, I will sue the yearbook. <laughs> and it's like, the school yearbook at this elementary school? This, the yearbook at the elementary school? You're gonna sue it? <laughs> that your son attends? <laughs> the next note that I have is about the car being found in Standish, Michigan. Well, wait, that's, yes. that's after, like... They actually file the police report, and Sean comes back, and everyone thinks Sean yes. did it. Like, the police yes. all think yes. Sean um, did something to his wife because he was conveniently out of town and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the police are like, was she maybe, did she was she having an affair? And, like, maybe that's why you did it. Um, I do think it's notable that, like, the police, you know, Sean comes back to get Nikki, um... And the police go to Stephanie's house and interrogate them. And they're like, they are, the police are very unsubtly implying they think Sean did it. And Stephanie immediately jumps, like, to his defense and is like, nope, he's a good father and he would never do this. And he loves his wife. Mm -hmm. She has not really any basis for saying that, but, you know. She just saw them make out in front of her and decided that he's a good dad, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's, like, fully in love with both of them at this point. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. There is a point in this movie, like, before the weird stuff starts going down, where you're like, oh, this is going to be about this married couple seducing Anna Kendrick, and she's going to not know what to do about that. And instead it's not. It is very much not, yeah. (laughs) That'd be a better movie, but alas. Uh Uh-huh. Because, like, they're both, also, they don't really present a united front when they're flirting with her. Like, they both flirt with her as individuals. And so this could be, like, a fun comedy movie about Anna Kendrick getting, like, double seduced by these two people who are not working together to do it. And she's like, you guys really shouldn't be cheating on each other with the same person. And they're like, oh, (laughs) no, 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 no. Well, okay, that kind of is the plot, though. That's the thought, but it could, but it worse. What if that, but really bad? Oh my god. What if this movie was better? I love it when movies are good, and it's kind of a bummer when they're bad. That's my hot take. <laughs> Not enough time was spent with Blake Lively doing the seducing. Um, mm-hmm. Really yeah. is my critique, so... That's fair. Also, the incest could be removed. Yeah, that's another critique. Yeah. It, literally, Anna Kendrick could just have literally any other secret. They just wanted like something any other where they could give her, like, a weird nickname. Like, yeah. They just wanted that nickname. I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Blake Lively she... starts calling her brother fucker. It's like motherfucker, but it's her brother. Because she fucked her brother. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> oh, also, occasionally they'll like show tiny clips of Stephanie's vlogs. I feel like this will be this is slightly relevant, and like they're always oh, yes. really the, staticky. The yeah, they like always freeze and stuff, and they look like so. It's implied that we are watching the vlog like after it's been uploaded on you know, YouTube or wherever. And uh, it always looks really staticky and stuff, and it's very ominous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going very much for that, like, FMV game. Like, <laughs> you found a phone, and the phone is fucked up, kind of like. 
uh, vibe. Also, this is a nitpick. This is incredibly a nitpick. But when okay. the movie opens, uh, Anna Kendrick is like, hey, welcome to my vlog. Uh, my friend Emily vanished. Uh, and she explicitly says, like, okay, for the new viewers, let me tell the story. And, like, here is my thing. <laughs> if I were a vlogger and a traumatic thing had just happened to me that I decided to vlog about, I think I would just say, why don't you just watch my previous vlogs? I uh -huh. don't think I would recount the whole story in my most yeah, recent Yeah, maybe even, like, link the relevant ones in the description or something. Yeah. And you get Smash more that views. bell if you want updates on <laughs> my best friend vanishing and leaving me with her child. Yeah, that's true. It is It is relevant that she is telling the story on her vlog. Um, mm -hmm. It's also relevant that Andrew Rannells is here. He is here. Andrew Rannells is a dad at the school and he watches the vlog. Keep that, put a pin in that. It feels like it isn't relevant, but it is. But it is. <laughs> Andrew Reynolds is always relevant. That's I'm into true. the plot, but, you know. So now I think the next thing is, like, finding the rental car in the lake. Yes, they find her car in Michigan. Uh, they say Standish. I think that it is that the car was found in Standish and then later she is found drowned in Squaw Lake because Squaw Lake and Standish are four hours apart from each other. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... Also, uh, they find the car because she gets a tip like from someone who watches her vlog. Like someone calls in and is like, hey, I'm in Michigan and we saw like, a... I, I saw like a girl who looks like uh, Emily, I think is, is the tip. Mm-hmm. Or like I saw a mysterious woman and it looked like she didn't she wasn't from around here and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean okay. <laughs> that's that's vague, but thank you. It is Listen, the tip. Blake Lively is so memorable that you know you would see her before. <laughs> to be fair, if I went to a gas station and I saw Blake Lively, I would probably remember that. I'd probably yeah. notice. <laughs> Plus she definitely like wanted to be seen there. I think at least that was yeah. the impression that I got, right? So she was Given probably like what we learned later. She was probably making sure that people were like noticing her. Yeah, she's setting up a uh, a, a, a trail. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, they find Blake Lively in the in the lake in Squaw Lake in Marquette County. Wow! wow. I get so excited <laughs> whenever movies mention Michigan. I'm like, that's where I'm from. <laughs> Then, you know, we get grief montage of, like, they confirm that this, that this body is her. Uh, I don't know why her moles are suddenly on different parts of her face now. That's weird. Uh but she has the tattoo that she had, and... Mm -hmm. And it's a DNA uh, match. Yeah, it's yes. a DNA match. Uh, she's wearing the ring that, uh, like, Lively, like, pointed out earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is also, they're like, oh, it looks like she, like, drank a lot, which tracks because Blake Lively is always drinking. But they're also like, oh, and also she was, like, full of heroin. She was full of heroin. And, you know, everyone they talk to is like, nah, Blake Lively never did heroin. She only drank way too much gin. She only day drunk. She only day drank? Yeah, there day, we go. Day drank, yeah. Yeah, yeah day drank. 
over the course of like, you know, Anna Kendrick goes into event planning mode. She's a very busybody sort of mom. She like participates in every school event and brings cupcakes and blah blah blah. And so she goes into like that mode and plans this funeral and wake. Uh, mm-hmm. And in the trauma zone, her and Sean sleep together. Yes. Uh, yeah, a few things happen at the funeral. Um, her Andrew Reynolds shows up and confesses that he hate watches her vlog. <laughs> um, and he brought brownies that were her recipe. She recognizes yeah, was, them. She by sees sight. a very generic looking plate of brownies and says, "Is that my recipe?" <laughs> uh, which what an eye. Uh, her, yeah, I didn't get that uh, at all. I was just like, yeah, that's just brownies. It's not uh, even like a, it's like a Pinterest style decoration type thing. There's no decorations. It's just a plain thing of brownies. Yeah. And she doesn't taste one and go, oh, this is my recipe. If she had tasted one, then I would mm-hmm. believe you. Yeah. But she just looks at this generic, like, Sims Could have been bought from a brownies. <laughs> and is like, yo, that's my recipe. And he's like, yeah, I hate watch your vlog, but it's actually pretty helpful. Um, uh, Stephanie, Anna Kendrick's kid, I feel like it's confusing that we keep switching between, but she is both in my mind. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Anna Kendrick's kid is like, hey, uh, hey, Blake Lively's child, uh, it's okay, because your mom's in heaven, and Blake Lively's kid beats her, beats her kid up. Yeah. Uh, and Anna Kendrick has, like, actually a very sweet scene where she's like, hey, I know you feel like crap right now, like, yeah, what you feel is super normal, and let's just let's just sit together for a bit. Like, demonstrating that, like, oh, yeah, Anna Kendrick has been just being a mom for a couple of years. She's got a lot of practice and has gotten good at it. Like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Honestly, that's mm-hmm. the only scene where I actually thought she was a good mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a really good scene, really good mom behavior, mm-hmm. but the rest of the movie, I did not think she was a good mom. In fact, my first note dead ass my first note i wrote down was wow her character is the worst mom actually and then i met blake and i was like actually that's the worst mom but you know (laughs) in the in the lore of the movie at the very least she's supposed to be a good mom but yeah she is definitely like very very much like kind of a helicopter parent yeah it's Mm -hmm. traumatizing (laughs) also important uh Sean and Blake Lively had recently taken out like four million dollar life insurance policies on each other inspired Mm -hmm. by Anna Kendrick being able to live off of a life insurance policy Blake Lively was like we should get policies Uh, and so it's like double suspicious because the policies happened so recently that now Blake Lively is dead that like Sean may have killed his wife for four million dollars but that's not important because Sean is currently having sex with Stephanie directly after the funeral. And yeah, so they have sex and then we find out about the life insurance policies, which are suspicious as hell. <laughs> My next note is about Anna Kendrick getting haunted. Yeah, it's kind of just like a montage of like the coming days. Um, the, the detectives show up and like continue to investigate 
uh, her and Sean's relationship like escalates a bit and the detectives are like, hey, this looks really bad. And they're mm-hmm. like, we know it looks bad, but it's definitely okay. But it's a trauma response, not it's... suspicious. Yeah, like, oh, this isn't suspicious. And they're like, yeah, his wife just died and you've already moved into his house. Um, and are taking care of his kid and, like, all of this. Uh, the Okay, um, can we talk about the tone of this movie? Because... It cannot decide if it wants to be a psychological thriller or a dark comedy. And it like yes. swings wildly between them from scene to scene. And it is so jarring. Especially and it's not... at the end. At the yes. end it's like the most traumatizing thing will happen and then a character will like quip about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it got a little goofy at the end, definitely. Like yeah. took you out of it a lot. But yeah, regardless, uh, Stephanie is being haunted. Um, I think because uh, this Nikki... is the dress, right? We get the dress scene. Yes, yes. <laughs> there's the scene where she like is she she is going through Blake Lively's stuff and like finds this conspicuously placed black dress on a dress is, like... form in her giant walk-in closet. Because she's like, I'm gonna get Blake Lively's stuff out of here so that I can move in properly. I'm gonna take the coochie painting down. Thank God. And like yeah. it could have in if this movie was better, then mm-hmm. until Blake Lively is found in the lake, it is a black comedy and it's sort of farcical and funny and like haha. And then she takes the coochie painting off the wall and it becomes a psychological thriller. It's like a signal to the audience. Oh yeah, you could definitely like genre shift like that. That'd yeah. be really fun. That would be fun. And yet, um, and yet, <laughs> that's not what happens. Uh, so yeah, she tries on the black dress, and then like a cop comes. It's like a detective. Uh, mm-hmm. He kind of stops being a character halfway through the movie, but like in the first half, yeah. there's the detective who like comes by and is like, "Hey, are you like?" trying on her clothes and you've moved into (laughs) her place because okay the dress thing the thing about the dress is that it could also be a signal to the audience that like because this is the first like actually creepy bad thing that Anna Kendrick does like everything else you could sort of explain as being like a really bad trauma response like it's unhealthy to sleep with Uh Sean but it's not like a thing a bad person does Mm -hmm. trying on this dress in this dead woman's closet is a thing a bad person does. Yes. Or it, again, at the very least, it makes her look bad. Like yes. it makes yeah. it, like it, it feels like, oh, she was jealous of, of Blake Lively's glamorous lifestyle or whatever. And they choose and, uh... to make this like a comedy beat for no reason. Like it should be we we the audience should be like weird and weirded out and creeped out by this thing and instead the detective knocks on the door and she gets stuck in this dress it's like a back zip and she can't quite get it down and mm-hmm. it like turns into this like fucking screwball sequence and it's so jarring you can't get back into the movie after this <laughs> I didn't think it was a comedy yeah, beat. Yeah, I was a... very stressed that whole scene. I thought she was going to get arrested. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it, yeah, no, it's kind of like, the the cop is very much like, hey, you're not under arrest. 
I am literally just coming to like ask some questions. Like, you know, just come in to just come in to investigate, as is my job. But also but it... this looks bad, and I hope you know this looks bad. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe you're bad at your job. She has a tendency to get like really like catty when she feels cornered. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think there's a bit earlier where one of the, like, PTA moms, who are mean to her, they're very, like, cruel, uh, like, make a comment about how she signs up for too many things. Or, oh, no, it's a comment about, like, The helium she... tank. Yes, she owns a helium tank. Uh, and they're like, why do you own a helium tank? And she's like, oh, do you not own a helium tank? Because you're, like, bad parents. LOL, I'm just kidding. But, like. Yes, she has a tendency to get really catty when she feels, like, cornered or defensive or, like, self-conscious. But yeah, and then Nikki reports that he, that, like, Blake Lively said hi to him, right? That's the... Yeah, she was, like, standing at the edge of the playground and, like, brought him a snack at recess. Blake Lively, why are you doing these things? You're traumatizing your kid. And she keeps saying this whole movie that, like, she loves her kid a lot, except nothing she does ever demonstrates like, that what do you it's think a is going to happen show. yeah like what do you think is going to happen you are forcing the adults in this child's life to accidentally gaslight so gaslight him like you can't accidentally gaslight someone that's not what gaslighting means but you are <laughs> forcing the adults in this child's life to mm-hmm. tell him that he is not actually seeing the things that he is seeing because it is completely unbelievable that his dead mom is standing at the edge of the playground <laughs> Yeah, like his, uh, like Anna Kendrick and Sean are both like, okay, so this is clearly like a grief response. Uh, Sean tries to do like, tries to be very gentle about it and is like, hey, sometimes we might think we see someone we miss very much, but that doesn't mean they're there. And Nikki, I guess to his credit, is not easy to gaslight because he's like, no, I know what I saw and it was my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, was it maybe someone who looked like your mom? Was it maybe, like, you know, whatever? And, uh, and yeah, he is very, very defensive about it. Uh, Stephanie's kid, uh, what's his name? Miles, uh, is like, yeah, I maybe I saw that. I don't know. I was on the playground. Mm-hmm. We know because we watched the movie that Blake Lively is alive and she is like manipulating things behind the scenes and she literally is haunting Anna Kendrick from beyond the grave. Uh, Mm -hmm. Why, why get Nikki involved? Like I get that you miss him, but like lurk in the bushes like a normal person. Don't interact (laughs) with him. God, lurk in the bushes like a normal person is a fantastic <laughs> Fantastic making his life materially worse because she only no cares reason. about herself. That makes yes. her feel better that she can see him. She doesn't care about her kid at all, despite what she keeps telling the audience for some reason. Yeah. Again, the movie does not do a very good job. If we are meant to take the fact that she loves her child like at face value as a true thing. The movie does not do a good job of showing that because she is like actively harming her kid at like basically every uh, every opportunity at every yeah. yeah at every turn. She exists on a scale exclusively from actively harming him to annoyed by him. There is nothing uh-huh. else. Yeah. Um, especially because like Sean has a comment 
uh, at the funeral where he like alludes to her being like drunk in the middle of the day and like bad mouthing him to her kid Mm -hmm. which like if you want uh, your child to have a good relationship with his other parent who you are still married to like they're not divorced Mm -hmm. um that seems bad don't do that then what happens oh we get the closet resets itself like anna kendrick clears out the walk-in closet and then she walks back in like the next day or a couple days later some time has passed and the closet Mm -hmm. is back and i think that the dress should have been back on the on the dress form the cut up black dress should have been back on the dress dress form that would have been well okay but it's also been torn up yeah, but still. But she just cut the front. Like, yeah, yeah. No, you could definitely still hang it up. Step up your game, Blake Lively. If you're gonna haunt <laughs> someone, haunt them. If you're gonna haunt them, <laughs> haunt them right. Um, I will also, just because it feels relevant, uh, Sean is the one who encourages Anna Kendrick to move in. Uh, she is also like, hey, I'm being interrogated by the cops. This looks suspicious as hell. And he's like, yeah but like they already think we're suspicious might as well just move in you basically <laughs> live here anyway because you're always taking care of the kids yeah that's like... a weird bit of logic sean yes yeah. sean Again, also Sean's never really seems to grieve his wife fast yeah I... fine to not grieve your abusive wife i mean like yes but then it I don't know, but occasionally he does act like he did care about her at least a little bit. And it does make him look more suspicious that he doesn't seem sad at mm. all. Um, the, the movie, movie can't definitely decide. wants us to think this is suspicious behavior. Yes, he is a red herring. Yes, he yeah. is very true. Oh, this is also where we get the uh, the ring reveal, right? Yes. Mm. It turns out that Blake Lively... Uh, Sean's mom loved this ring. It was a, a like a uh, gift from her husband, her late husband, and she did not want to give it up. And Blake Lively straight up stole it. Mm-hmm. And her mom, uh, like his mom, was like panicking, looking for the ring. She's uh, devastated. So they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. she's very upset. They're on the plane back to America from England. Uh, Blake Lively is like I found the ring look and like shows it on her finger and Sean is like okay sick let's like my mom will be so relieved and she's like well don't tell her why are you gonna tell her um and it's basically yeah I want to keep the ring mm-hmm. um and like it has the the uh, thing that will come back later where she's like oh you have to pick between your mom and me like is it her or me mm-hmm. uh and then they go fuck in uh airplane bathroom uh, air, in an airplane bathroom the and least sexy how, place yeah honestly and that's how nikki was conceived which is the worst story <laughs> terrible <laughs> so yeah so sean uses that story as evidence that like emily was not a good person and he doesn't feel bad that she's dead at all really and like he is right to feel that way basically like he uses that story as evidence that like yeah i was in a shitty relationship for several years i actually feel great Mm -hmm. and is this where we get the reveal that her half that anna kendrick's half brother is also dead it's alluded to a few times before this i think um because like we know that her husband died in this car crash and then we explicitly get 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we this get is the flashback scene. Yeah. We get the scene, yeah, that's like a flashback where uh, Anna Kendrick is like talking, like, yeah, they're at like a cookout or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and her husband like jealously watches her and her half brother play with uh, their kid. His but, evidence the- for thinking that his son is maybe an incest baby is that his uncle is affectionate toward him. And I think that that's not enough evidence. Well, hold on. We don't know that. Okay? Because what we That's the only know... evidence we're given. I am the audience, and I'm the most important person in the in relationship between any of these characters and the okay, information. But you, the yes, audience... You know, we are not given, like, much more evidence other than the fact that Anna Kendrick and her brother are really close. And have slept together multiple times. The audience but he doesn't that know that. He doesn't know that. Maybe he like, <laughs> like a, saw some from weird his shit. Persp- but we don't see him seeing the weird shit. From his perspective, the only evidence that he has is that her half brother is like likes his nephew. Um. So yeah, Anna Kendrick like comes in with some dishes or something, and yeah, the the husband is like. Uh, like is Nikki even mine or not Nikki I keep calling him Nikki is Miles even mine uh, and Anna Kendrick does not say no to yeah. a question that it should be really easy to say no to mm-hmm. she hesitates it's like girl She, I think she's just like that's gross like don't say that and he's like okay but is he and she does not answer mm-hmm. uh, she's like so. I will not entertain such filth it's like girl Um, and so yeah so the the husband is like hey i'm me and your brother are going on a drive and anna kendrick can clearly tell that something is wrong yeah he makes Uh, like meaningful eye contact as they get into his fancy car and the brother's like yeah no worries we're just gonna we're just gonna chat Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) i don't know if he's dumb or oblivious or what but like yeah and we were, we were talking about this before we started recording, uh, but it is easy to read this as, like, a murder-suicide type situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to read it. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, you could also, it could just be they were talking, they maybe got in an argument, and then they uh, they just happened to get in a car accident. But um, the way they, because sh- they show the actual car crash in, like, the beginning-ish of the movie... Mm-hmm. Um, and when they, even without any context about what happened, like when I watched that car crash, I thought, oh, someone drove into this on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that there is plenty of like evidence in the movie to suggest that it was intentional. Um, but uh, there's there's also there's a lot of gray area in this film as well. But yeah, I I'm pretty comfortable declaring it a murder suicide. Yeah, and like Anna Kendrick doesn't know, and so we don't. We also don't know. Mm-hmm. I wish I was in that car. I would have loved to hear that argument. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are they getting away with it for so long? Like, is the brother really good at lying? Because Anna Kendrick isn't. Anna Kendrick is not good at lying. Like, that is a a recur. Well, okay, maybe. But here's the thing: later in the movie, she gets really good at lying. This is true. Yeah. Because, like, while she's, you know, doing her investigations, she, like, very easily is like, oh, hi, my name is fucking, like, whatever. I'm from the cleaning service. 
mm-hmm. uh, or my name is like she pretends to be different people like we're getting there we're getting there maybe she can't lie as herself she can only pretend to be other people mm-hmm. Ooh, deep because yeah she also uh when she initially tells the story to blake lively she downplays it and is like we just kissed like i just mm-hmm. kissed my my half brother and it's so gross and i shouldn't have done it Blake Lively very correctly deduces because this movie does a lot with flashbacks um, where like uh, mm-hmm. you know and we like will unreliable hear, narration yes like we'll hear a character narrating something but then we'll see the flashback and it is like not true mm-hmm. um, the flashbacks are generally like our, our source of truth in this movie like if we see it happen that's probably how it happened but if, we, it's, if a character just tells us how it happened they could be lying mm-hmm. um and so like yeah during the flashback we see them having sex while anna kendrick says no we didn't have sex we just kissed like it was so gross and we were both so grossed out about it and like all of this kind of stuff um so it establishes that she's an unreliable narrator but blake lively picks up on it immediately mm-hmm. then we meet emily's ex i think is like the next big thing right yeah yes yeah uh, Velma Scooby Doo is here. Velma Scooby Doo is here. I love this actress. I don't like. She's one of the actresses where, like, every time I see her, I'm like, oh, she's there. Like, I'm excited to see her every time I see her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does. She is really good in this movie. Um, but yeah, she she's only here for one scene, and I remember the whole thing. <laughs> she does a great job. She's yeah. a great character. Like, I like her a lot in this movie. So um, previously, the backstory of the coochie painting was that Blake Lively, like, was the muse of some deadbeat artist who was obsessed with her for a while, and she bought the painting off of him. Specifically, she said that it was a man. She bought the painting off of him, uh, thinking that it would be worth something later, and it wasn't. Uh, Uh She's, like, very disappointed. And now, uh, Anna Kendrick, because she is being haunted, (laughs) is driven... (laughs) has driven to New York and been like, I am just going to return this stupid painting to this stupid guy. Uh, and she gets there and it's Velma Scooby-Doo. Yes. Uh, her name's uh, Diana Highland, I believe. And she like she like finds the signature on the painting, which is a very legible signature for an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, tracks her down. Um, and yeah, Velma Scooby-Doo <laughs> is basically like, Yep, uh, I was, I had, like, a really intense relationship with her. She was all I could paint. I, like, paid for her college. And then she, like, ghosted me. Mm-hmm. Um, she also reveals that, because uh, Stephanie is like, hey, Emily's dead. I'm sorry about that. And she's like, okay, cool. Who's Emily? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Claudia? The woman in this yes. painting who is named Claudia? Terrible name. <laughs> Which is also not her name. Mm-hmm. Uh but, I like yes. Claudia as a name. You don't like Claudia? For Blake Lively, no. <laughs> she doesn't look like a Claudia. I will give her that. Thank you. Maybe she looked more like a Claudia when she had the pink hair. She Yeah, she has, like, intensely okay. yeah. dyed red hair. Um, like, it is it is bright. It is not even attempting to look natural. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, Velma Scooby Doo gives her a uh, basically a yearbook. Like, it's I think it's a T-shirt to like an old summer camp. Yes. Okay. And yes. that's where she gets the yearbook. 
It's a yeah. very Christian summer camp also. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, this is her, like, being like, I have a child and I might want to send my child to this summer camp. Uh, do you have any yearbooks I could look at so that I could see the smiling faces of your campers? And they're like, yeah, sure, in the basement. Mm-hmm. No one thinks that's so, weird. Unsupervised, she, mm-hmm. like... Which, okay, here's the thing. As someone who, um, my day job is I work at, like, a therapy center. And, like, we have photos of the kids on file and we post them on social media. Like, Mm -hmm. and we even have stuff from, like, 30 years ago that we'll still post on social media. Like, you didn't have to come all this way. But (laughs) it is more cinematically interesting to see her flipping through yearbooks. Yes. Um, But she sees two, two blonde children. Hope and Faith McLandon. Mm-hmm. We should have had Landon on. We should have had Landon on. Uh, <laughs> Hope and Faith are... <laughs> uh, Hope and Faith are there, and she's like, okay, cool, so this is... She deduces that these long-haired blonde girls are probably... Well, because they have, they have, like, distinctive moles in opposite patterns, in, like, complementary opposite patterns on their In face. the way that twins in fiction always have. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, like, their adult selves also have these exact moles, and so mm-hmm. she's like, oh my god, she has a twin, what the fuck? Uh, tracks them down to this, like, decrepit, like, Victorian-style mansion in the countryside. It's very, like, Sherlock Holmes mystery at this point. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for lightning to start, like, flashing in the sky, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a, like a appropriate thunderstorm. Yeah. <laughs> She, like, overhears a conversation between, like, the lady of the house and her gardener, I think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this is her second husband. I don't know. Yeah, and really some, It's like her caretaker. It's a guy who's taking care of her in some capacity. Yes. Um. Uh, and so formulates the plan a plan to get into the house because, like, she susses out that this woman is not going to want to talk to her if she's, like, honest. Um, mm-hmm. And also realizes that she's struggling with some sort of memory. She might have dementia. And so... Yes. Um, she calls them and then says, like, oh, hey, I'm from the summer camp. And the woman on the phone assumes that the girls are currently at summer camp, even though it's been, like, years. Yes. And so this is where we get... She, like, ties her hair up in a little bandana and is, like hello, I'm from the cleaning service, and does actually do some cleaning. She's like, it's not lying if I actually clean the place. (laughs) Yeah, there's a cute moment where she, like, sees a, like, statue of Jesus, um, and, like, gets defensive about her actions. (laughs) Uh, which, it's cute. Mm Mm-hmm. Little character moments. It's almost like this is a movie. (laughs) I love movies. (laughs) Then, like, gets into the living room of this house. The lady of the house is, like, you know, luxuriously sprawled out on her couch. Uh, and she's like, hello, can I talk to you about your daughters? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> and we learn that uh, Faith and Hope were difficult to control as children. Sus when a parent, like phrases it that way (laughs) she said they were like devils or something basically yeah she's like oh the devil children and uh 
We see flashbacks of them later, and apparently them being devil children was staying out too late and kissing boys. And maybe drinking. Like, they mm. had, like, maybe a beer or something. Mm. Uh, yeah, um... <laughs> Uh, the the mom like asks Anna Kendrick if she's a mother and Anna Kendrick's like yeah I love being a mom and she's like oh you're stupid and like <laughs> berates her for loving motherhood yeah, um, I thought that was funny yeah uh, motherhood is like maybe a theme of the film it feels like it's this movie doesn't theme. know what themes are <laughs> this movie has never heard of a theme this movie just throws a bunch of plots at you and is like, that's a movie. out of film 101. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we, the main thing that we learn is that at 16, they set a fire to like the western wing of this house. If your house has wings, you can afford to have part of it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> they set fire to the western wing of this house and killed their father. Mm-hmm. And then and ran away. away from home. Yes. Um, yeah, they ran away, uh, and that's basically, that's basically what we get from this scene. She, like, makes a vlog where she's like, oh, I traveled to Michigan because I found out that my good friend Emily, who is dead, uh, like, you know, went to the summer camp, and here's a photo of her at the summer camp. Isn't that cute? I didn't know she was a twin, like, that kind of stuff. Like, she basically, like loudly announces like hey emily i know you're full of shit and i know you're still alive Mm -hmm. uh and emily we get the the shot of emily like in a motel room being like oh god she's figured out my plan Uh, (laughs) her plan by the way makes no fucking sense should we talk about this yeah it doesn't well should we now or should we talk about it when she explains when it's revealed Okay, fine, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, Anna Kendrick, uh, but yeah, Anna Kendrick goes home, um, she goes back to Sean, and Sean's like, hey, uh, okay, she specifically mentions that she sent the kids to live with a neighbor, and Sean is like, I'm here, why weren't the kids with me? Because mm-hmm. I live here in this house. And she was like, oh, I just thought you could have used a break. Because at this point, she is suspicious as hell of Sean. Yes. Um, Because she caught him and his TA hugging a little too long. (laughs) And also, at one point, his TA, like, enters his office with, like, a hey, handsome. Which, okay, if you're fucking a professor, be discreet. Come on, (laughs) Don't do that shit. Not during his office hours. Don't walk in during office hours and say, hey, handsome. Maybe, um, um, this is, I have no basis for this headcanon. Okay, uh, go for it. <laughs> I think that she uh, does that to tease him because they did have that threesome. Yes, that is also. And they're not having like an active affair. This but is because it, you're I a thought Sean that defender. too, actually. This is yes. because you're that's a Sean because, That's because the Sean defender has logged <laughs> no, I thought that too. I legitimately did. Oh, oh but okay. Yeah, no, so it's not just you. I was like, oh, is... I don't know. It didn't really imply to me that they were actively, like, hooking up. Though I was annoyed that Stephanie was so jealous of their perceived relationship because, like, the way that she and Sean got together just feels so <laughs> icky to me. She has... Uh-huh. And at that point, 
point when she saw them like hugging i don't even think they were exclusive or was it implied to me that they were they had just like had sex once yeah yeah so she needs to calm down yeah yeah but to be fair if someone if someone had sex with me at like his wife's funeral (laughs) i would also think we had a pretty significant relationship not gonna lie really i I would would also have to talk about it first you have to confirm that i would think the opposite this is why you have to talk talk to people no Um, if someone has sex with me at their dead wife's funeral i'd be like okay so obviously like he's just hooking up with people like he's going through (laughs) something uh good for him i guess dude ain't shit let's go yeah yeah But yeah, um, he also makes a comment earlier oh when she's like, I think Emily is stalking me. He's yes. like, okay, well, Emily is dead. So go take some Xanax and calm down. Yes. That, um, that was shitty of him. That was shitty of him. Uh, and so, yeah, so like she comes home and Sean's like, hey, are we good? And she's like, I don't know. Why don't you go take some Xanax about it? <laughs> uh, in her like petty little, petty little girl boss moment. Um which, yeah, I don't know. Sean, okay, Sean's crimes are accidentally gaslighting someone and sleeping with a TA. Yeah. Which are lesser compared to the other crimes committed by characters in Which are in normal this film. things that a regular person might do on account of being a human person and not Blake Lively. <laughs> he is a human person with flaws and Blake Lively is... A sexy monster. Doing the most. <laughs> Blake Lively is a sexy supervillain who is married to a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> calling this episode Sexy Monster. Sex- yeah, honestly. Um, so anyway, uh, Anna Kendrick makes another vlog where she's like, hi girls. Like, I hey love moms. to make. I'm Yeah, hey moms is her thing. She makes a cocktail, and she's like, I'm going to take these cocktails, just how Emily used to like them, at to her grave. Well, wait, I'm gonna wait. I'm going to have a little... Wait, is this... Wait, did I skip something? You skipped where she blindsides Sean... Emily, like, yes, blindsides Sean at a lunch. The oh, the scene. diner scene. That diner scene. Yeah. Is this after the diner scene? Yes, it is, because she has the recording. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yes, the diner yes, scene. Yes. She pulls a gun on... Okay. She, like, shows up to... Uh, gets him to like come to a meeting, and he thinks, he thinks he's it's like with... a work meeting. Yeah. Yes. And he like calls the person he's supposed to be meeting with, and they're like, "We don't have a meeting." And he's like, "That's weird." And looks up, and Blake Lively is there, and he's like, "Oh, actually, it's not that weird because my wife's crazy." Click. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and she's like, "Hey, why are you sleeping with my best friend?" And he's like, "You were dead." <laughs> He's like, I thought you were dead. And she's like, okay, well, that's no excuse. Yeah, um, uh, actually, it is a little bit, though. But it actually yeah. is a little bit of an excuse. Again, it's a little shitty. It's not cheating. It's Yeah, it's not healthy. It's not bad, either. Um, like, yeah, no, I think I thought she was dead would hold up in court. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I thought she was dead because it was at her funeral and we found her body. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like... That that probably holds. I up. thought she was dead because she faked her death. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when I fake my death and then my spouse like moves on. I think that's really <laughs> shitty of them. Should have thought about that before you faked your death. Yeah. 
Uh, but anyway, she like points a gun at him and gets him to like under the table. The... Yeah, and is like, tell me right now that you don't care about Anna Kendrick and you only love me. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about Anna Kendrick. She's nobody to me. He doesn't know that she's recording this. Uh, mm-hmm. and Anna Kendrick subsequently will not know that he had a gun on him during this conversation. Yeah, this yeah, never, never thinks like never thinks to talk to him about it. No one no. has a conversation. No. no one will talk to anyone in this movie. Um, and so yeah, so then they, it's impl- okay. Did you think that they fucked after this scene? Because she does the same, she does the same, like, oh, it's me or her that she did with, like, him and his mom, which, yeah, we're not, we're not going to get into the politics of that. There's too much incest <laughs> in this movie already. Uh, but, like, so she does the whole, like, oh, it's me or her, and then is like, meet me in the bathroom and we'll, like, we'll fuck. Uh, and it never shows, like, if he goes through with it or not. Okay, I think that he did meet her in the bathroom because he was scared for his life because she pointed a gun at him and he thought, if I don't do this, she will retaliate in some way that could hurt me or my child. Yes. Or my girlfriend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, if we're to accept his feelings for Anna Kendrick as legitimate, which I do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think that they like genuinely have a thing going on. But yeah. yes, like, I think I... That they should get therapy about it, but also. Yes. Again, yeah, they should I have think waited should a couple years. Grief counseling, maybe. but. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah. And then we have the, the grave scene with Blake Lively in a fantastic titty outsuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's wearing, like, all white everything, high waisted pants, and a blazer with no top and like this loose like tie on and it's real good and the whole time I just kept repeating why you got your titties out in this graveyard to like the people that I was watching this movie with and listen Maddie was like because it's great yeah Maddie's correct Maddie likes this movie so much oh my god (laughs) Maddie and I should talk about it Um, if you are at your own grave, you are allowed to dress however the fuck you want. An excellent point. Also, more importantly, I loved her outfit. It was a good outfit. I mean, I'm a titty enjoyer myself, so I, I have no complaints. Yeah. I don't understand, like, why Hal keeps asking why. Because it's great. Listen, <laughs> I don't want it implied that I don't enjoy titties. I, <laughs> I prefer when the titties that I am enjoying am not are not attached to a extremely bizarre person. Hard disagree. And not even in a fun way. Not even in a fun way. Hard disagree. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I could fix her. <laughs> Listen, I, I know, don't need to fix I know she's her. done multiple crimes. That's the title, actually. <laughs> she doesn't need fixed. It's fine. But, yeah. So, like, basically, Blake Lively explains the plan. So now we can talk about how bad the plan is. If you're going to fake your death for the life insurance money, you 100% have to read in your husband because you don't get the policy if he is accused of murdering you and he has to act like he didn't fucking murder you and he has to do that on purpose. Also, how are you going to enjoy the benefits of this life insurance policy if you are dead and your husband doesn't know you're not dead? 
Yeah, um, apparently, uh, so I, I did, uh, I skimmed the Wikipedia page. Uh-huh. My understanding um, is that in in the book, uh, Sean, oh, this is based on a book. Yeah. In the book, <laughs> I think Sean is in on it. Oh. Um, so, and I think changing that means that, that Blake Lively is unhinged. That Blake Lively's plan makes no sense, and that Sean is suspicious for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he is like. Uh, which, by the way, also there's some subtext to the fact that she haunts Stephanie and she haunts her son. She does not attempt to haunt Sean. No. Uh, she just meets with him face to face and is like, "What up? I'm alive." Uh, She's she also... tired of torturing him. She's been torturing him since they got married. <laughs> um and yeah like uh she tries to claim that sean was in on it um but like we don't get a flashback which again is the source of truth in this movie Mm -hmm. uh and sean claims that he had no fucking clue and the way he acts to me is like consistent with him having no fucking clue what was going on yeah he acts too stupid he makes too many bad choices (laughs) because he wouldn't have said those things to nikki he wouldn't he like wouldn't have accidentally gaslit his son if he was in on it yeah no absolutely like he wouldn't have well i guess maybe he would have purposefully gaslit anna kendrick if he was in on it but as is he's accidentally gaslighting her because he's like okay you're crazy like let's get you some grief counseling mm-hmm. um she also reveals that yeah they were twins um her twin like they were triplets they were triplets sorry they were triplets hope faith charity Faith, Charity, and Hope. Charity died in the womb. Their mom thought that they killed her on purpose. As infants, as babies. Um, And so, yeah, like, they ran away from home after torching their uh, parents' place. We get the flashback of their dad being, like, incredibly, like, physically abusive to them. Yes, yeah, they they dealt with a lot of. If you uh, should if you did while your house got burned down. You should have beat your kids. Honestly, like <laughs> you know, talk shit, get hit. Uh, but so yeah, so they ran away, and then they're like, "Well, everyone was looking for us because we were two blonde twins who burned our house down." <laughs> um, there's a bizarre shot of them like on a bus, mm-hmm. and a random woman sprints up to them and takes their picture. Like, with a little disposable camera, and one of them, like, slaps this, the camera out of her hand. That is a thing that like, happens to identical twins, I will say. That is a is thing. It? As a fraternal twin, that is a thing that happens to identical twins. And it's worse if there's more of you. Like, if there's triplets hanging around and they're identical, people will just take their picture. That's so weird. That, people that's are the worst. Let's do that. Yes. This is an official PSA. Don't do that. What the fuck? Don't do that. <laughs> um... But yeah, so I bet it's worse because they have these like symmetrical mole patterns on their face. Yeah, exactly. They're aesthetically pleasing twins. Yeah, I mean, it's solid logic that they think we need to separate because we're attracting too much attention as twins. Yeah. So they decide to get those tattoos. They get their matching tattoos. Um, To always remember each other by. Yeah, I do love that they are like, hey, let's get tattoos of flames to commemorate the fact that we burned our dad's house down. Yeah, um, that's actually kind of rad. That that's something 16-year-olds would do. That mm-hmm. owns a little bit, honestly. 
and so yeah so then they separate um and then we cut back to the beginning of the film after emily vanishes uh and her twin i don't remember which it's faith right faith is the evil one yeah faith is is the one who is currently dead yes uh and faith is like hey so i have no fucking cash so give me a million dollars or i'm going to confess everything to the cops like i'm gonna turn us both in basically Mm -hmm. uh weird plan but okay (laughs) I mean, she can get clean in prison. For the very That's least. true. And, like, you have guaranteed, like, food and shelter, I guess. Yeah, I don't blame her for that plan. That yeah. Out. It makes more sense than Blake Lively's plan. It does. Uh, so, there, so, <laughs> she threatens Blake Lively's life, um, and threatens the life of her child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is basically like, I don't know why you're so worried about your kid. You can always make another kid. You can't get another sister. Ayo. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, then, Blake Lively's like, kill Bill sirens go off. Yeah. Blake Lively's like, alarms are going off. Uh, so after base, after being incredibly like threatening and rude to Blake Lively, she's like, by the way, do you want to go swimming in the lake? Mm-hmm. Would you like to both strip and go into the lake? And swim together. Why do they have to be completely naked? For like, the trans? Um Because you don't want to get your clothes wet. I guess you, like, bra and underwear even, I feel like that's going to be uncomfortable if it's wet. It just seemed like a weird choice to me. I thought we were going to get more incest in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a vibe for, like, a split second. There was a weird Yes. Vibe. They there make is... weird, prolonged eye contact. And they, and like, in the movie... Yeah. Like, and while listen, fully the incest in, barrier has already been breached. Anything right. could happen. In this yeah. particular, in, in any other movie, completely innocuous. In this one, danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable. Um, I didn't get that vibe, but I also do not blame you for getting that vibe, considering what this movie is. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, surprise, surprise. We get like, the lively drowning. Her twin. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Puts her wedding ring on her. Mm -hmm. Which, okay, the story she gives is that the murder was a crime of passion. Yes. And then she called Sean, and Sean was like, let's take advantage of this. One, I don't believe Sean's involvement. I don't believe he's involved. And the thing that we see on screen is, is very calculated. It feels so premeditated. Yeah. Like, yeah, her story is just like she was like, "Oh God, I don't have a million dollars to give this woman." First, again, don't believe that you have a the best cushiest job I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she just murders her. Uh, and then afterwards was like, "Well, if I wanted four million dollars, I have an insurance plan." Mm-hmm. Um, and decides to fake her own death for the insurance money. But how's she going to get the money? Unclear. Well, Unaddressed. It's going to go to Sean, who thinks she's dead. Mm-hmm. So, 
like you've just given Sean four million dollars, I guess, and I guess by by extension, you've also given your son four million dollars. And like, if that was the plan, if that was the plan, if she was just like, and then I was gonna disappear and never see them again, but I knew that they would be taken care of, like that would be fine. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. and like the reason that she's back now is that she realized that Anna Kendrick like quote unquote betrayed her. Like I would even buy that. But instead she's fully like, Yeah, we were gonna have four million dollars. Bitch, no. That's not how life insurance works. Girl, you're dead. (laughs) Yeah, that that's very much glossed over this whole the whole back half of the movie. Yeah. Mm Um, again, this whole thing is solved if you just tell your husband you're gonna fake your death. Yeah. Also, how is she paying for, like, motel rooms and shit? Ooh, good point. Yeah, I don't know. She acts like someone with infinite money. But then when something like, hey, give your, you know, twin sister who's on, who's fallen on hard times a million bucks comes up, she's like, uh, I don't have any money. And it's like, do you or don't you? (laughs) Like, are you broke or aren't you? Why do you have such a nice job and no money? Yeah, nothing nothing concerning money in this movie is consistent or follows any sort of logic. Mm-hmm. Except, I guess, Anna Kendrick's situation, but that's it. Yeah, ex- especially because Anna Kendrick is like, yeah, we're living off of the insurance money, but like that's going to run out soon. Like, mm-hmm. She is explicitly like, I've been living thus far on it. And she's also like, yeah, I got these socks at Target. They're 10 for a buck. Yeah, she seems to be like thrifty with her with her insurance money, whereas uh, Blake Lively is is living large, but also has no money. I don't know. I don't I don't pretend to understand the minds or habits of rich people. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, she confesses this all of this to Anna Kendrick and Anna Kendrick is like, now what? What do we do? Um, and Blake Lively is like, well, you fucked up my insurance plan. Because Anna Kendrick, like, called the insurance office or something. Uh, and basically got it. I, I, again, I don't know fuck or shit about money. So, but somehow she fucked she, up like, the insurance plan. reported possible fraud. Yeah. Um, right. She goes to the insurance company with the, like, message basically saying like hey she had a twin so it could have been her twin and mm-hmm. the insurance company is like oh shit it was probably her twin and they are basically not getting the money anymore well they're investigating because they have to do yeah. due diligence they're like oh mm-hmm. there's a chance there's a non-zero chance that she is alive and sort of missing or something and therefore we shouldn't pay out yet we meet a, an insurance broker who is the most well-adjusted person in this movie. She's just genuinely just doing her job. She <laughs> seems to be having a great time, frankly. So yeah, uh, so Black Lab was like, you fucked up my insurance plan. So why don't we pin the whole thing on Sean and then I come back and dot dot like i don't know what the long-term plan is here she's just like let's just pin this all on sean <laughs> you still don't get the four million dollars you still don't get the four million dollars if it's sean's fault like yeah, and then she becomes a single parent which means it life is harder <laughs> yeah i don't know why she is because okay when i first watched this movie i thought they were gonna do like a like 
Bonnie and Clyde, like, they run away together, and they're both evil, and they get to be evil together. <laughs> that would have been feel... fun. Mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, I thought we were gonna get, like, a fun, like, girl boss, evil girl ending. Um, and no, we don't get that. Like, Stephanie seems to agree? It's, it's not clear what how Stephanie feels about this plan, because Blake Lively just goes through with it. Like, yeah. she just throws a she wrench just at her own face. She It doesn't occur to her that Stephanie would say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, like, that scene is not, we don't get to see that scene. Like, it's not like she's talking over Stephanie, or it's not like she, it, it's not a point of conflict. It's just something Blake Lively just suggests and then does mm-hmm. without any input either way. Yeah. Is this where we get the wrench? This is where we get the wrench. She fakes domestic assault by tossing a wrench up into the air and having it hit her face. There had to be an easier way to do that. That was so yeah. awful to watch. It was that. a cool shot, I guess, but it's like, ah, ah. I'm shocked <laughs> she's not blind, frankly. Uh, yeah, that was my least favorite scene. I hated that. I, I hated it. Like Again, it was a cool shot, but it was like... And like the 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 music they have going under it, and like the mon the way this montage is shot is very like cold and calculating, and like oh, Blake Lively's not just weird, and she's not just a little manipulative. She's like evil. Yes, she's yeah. like an evil she's, mastermind. She's full blown, incredibly like one hundred percent evil. Uh, so yes, Sean gets arrested. Yeah um at his work uh just in front of everybody that's in front of of god and everyone he gets like way to ruin this man's career Mm -hmm. i know um and is basically like you know we see some news reports that are like failed author sean townsend he's not a failed author he sold the goddamn book he wrote one book and then hasn't written anything else and they're like oh what a cringe fail loser little man uh he's been, been at arrested. work he's been he's a english professor like plenty of people like okay to me if i write one book and then i spend the rest of my life as an english professor that sounds great that sounds that's fun. a success that's that's success to me like that's there's lots of people know anything write... about book publishing yeah there's lots of people who write one book in order to be the professor because that's the thing that will get them tenure like come on mm-hmm There's lots of people who write zero books and end up as an English professor. Like, at least you wrote the one. Um, And according to Stephanie, it's good. We never get to read the book or, like, hear what it's about, but she really liked it. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyway, so he gets arrested. Well, I would tell Henry Golding that, too. (laughs) (laughs) You just, you see Henry Golding and you're like, your book was great. Have not read it. What if it wasn't good? What if it was a bad book? (laughs) Would you lie to him? Would you lie to Henry Golding about yes. how good his book was? He would look at me with his beautiful eyes. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, he gets arrested and then he later goes back to his house. Blake Lively is there in like a 50s dress. Yes. Um, it's a and she's like, you betrayed me. And he's like, you were dead. You were fully dead. I cannot stress this enough how you were dead. He does say, like, hey, you should have helped, like, you should have told me and I could have helped you with that scheme. Yeah. Uh, So, you know what? Get you a man who is willing to help you fake your death for the insurance money. 
because uh, yeah, he's straight up like, if you told me, I would have helped, <laughs> and you could have just not manipulated me, and I would have been on board. And she's like, LOL, okay, <laughs> not manipulate uh, someone. That's a thing people do. Yeah, uh, and then Anna Kendrick shows up with a gun. And Kendrick is here, and she has a gun. This scene is, this sequence of events is good. I'm going to stay that right up top. I like this sequence of events. It feels like the whole movie was written so that we could get to this part, and it's not worth it, but it is understandable. <laughs> Yes, this is, this definitely feels like the big, like, money scene. Because mm-hmm. um, Anna Kendrick shows up and is basically like, I'm going to shoot Sean and we can run away together. And yes. Blake Lively is like, well, you don't need to shoot Sean. He's arrested. And mm-hmm. she's like, but he's evil and he killed your sister, remember? <laughs> um, and he, you know, remember how he's evil? Mm-hmm. And... uh Okay, here's my hot take. Anna Kendrick is doing some awful acting in this. It's in character. It's in character. She's, but you can, you can Anna tell the Kendrick she... is being good at Stephanie being bad at the thing that she's doing right now. Yes, because uh, Steph, like, yeah, when you do this scene, I'm like, okay, this feels like a different, worse movie. Uh... Like, Anna Kendrick is not, is doing, like, a, she's doing, like, a patented crazy person act. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a little bit of, like, flirty bisexualness. Because she, like, is like, oh, I loved you, Sean, but I also loved Emily, and, like, blah, 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 Is blah, this blah. where we get the flashback that they made out? No, that happened a while ago. That I happened don't remember a while ago. Where, yeah, way, Because way it comes, later. it okay, comes whatever. out of nowhere. Who cares? That's, like, anyway, the first third point, of the movie. <laughs> At some point in the back, at some point a few, a few, seven hours ago. Yeah. This movie's only 119 minutes, and it feels like it's two days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at, at some point we get a flashback, and she and Anna Kendrick, or Anna Kendrick and uh, Blake Lively made out. Uh, and and the, that is the basis for the Thelma and Louise thing that she's trying to do. Yeah, is that they made out once and Anna Kendrick seemed like she was having a good time. Like, we already know that uh, Blake, Lively's, Blake Lively's character is openly bisexual because she had a girlfriend and she had a threesome, as all bisexual people do, I guess. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it is also implied that Anna Kendrick was, like, also attracted to to Emily. Like, again, they make out and Anna Kendrick seems into it. She was, like, more um, into it than Blake was. Frankly. Mm-hmm. Blake was just like, oh, here's a little, like, Anna Kendrick is, like, sad and, like, crying, and Blake gives her a little smooch and is like, all right, hey, do you want to order a pizza? And Anna Kendrick is, like, so flustered and, like, embarrassed. Um, <laughs> it's it's cute. She's it also, fully like, oh, pretty girl kissed me. <laughs> yes. Like, she gets so, so flustered about it. Um, so anyway, like, Anna Kendrick shoots uh shoots sean and is like oh no he's dead ah <laughs> and, and like lively is like okay oh my god i killed my sister lol like cries about it and then is like okay i know you guys are faking like i know this is bullshit 
um and Sean gets up yeah Sean gets up and it's like okay yeah he was it was a fake shot she's like yeah I found your bugs here they are I pulled them out of the walls even if I did confess like uh even though I confessed like the cops didn't hear anything and uh I faked your insipid little voice and told them to meet me at Darren's house instead Darren is Um, Andrew Randall's character yes and Andrew Reynolds is smoking weed Yes, uh, <laughs> and there's a there's a cute little scene where they get like caught by the SWAT team. I guess I don't yeah. know why it's SWAT team. Like, uh, I mean, whatever. Blake Lively is a dangerous individual. Yeah, I guess I guess that warrants as much cops as they called because they called the most cops. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Blake they Lively. Know, they called it. I I believe that the cops would call that amount of cops. Yeah, he's so got then, retinal problems. Is the thing that he says. Yeah, they make a joke about like he he smoked. It's a med card, um, <laughs> which is funny. Like yeah, three bombs worth of weed. <laughs> yeah, they have multiple. Bo- like y'all can't share. <laughs> what? Why does everyone need their? It's COVID safe. Everyone has their own bomb. This came out in 2019, or 2018, 2018. They predicted COVID. Uh, So, yeah, so everyone has their own bong because they don't want to share germs, I guess. (laughs) Okay, Blake Lively is like, okay, I'm going to shoot Sean for real, and then shoot Sean for real. Yes, uh, shoots him in the shoulder. Yeah, he's fine. she shoots him in the shoulder. And he's like, I can't believe you just did that. And I'm like, I can. I can't, yeah, she has... was gonna shoot you earlier um and then is like okay i will just like also kill stephanie and make it look like a murder suicide and get away with everything Mm -hmm. first of all no you won't there's no no way you are still going to be allowed custody of your child after this Mm -hmm. uh second of all you still don't have four million dollars you're still dead you're still dead well okay no because she did confess to the cops okay yeah Yeah, no she's alive now yeah okay yeah she's alive now you're right but like (laughs) girl this the uh, shit is so fucked i don't know why you want to kill them both now like i don't see how that materially improves your situation Mm-hmm. And then Stephanie reveals that she has a button camera on her little pinafore. Yes, and the moms are watching because she's gained a lot of followers by becoming a true crime blog. Essentially, I can't believe <laughs> what this... all the moms love. This movie predicted true crime. Moms love true crime. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't like... sarcasm. <laughs> She yeah, no, that's the... one of those blogs that's like, I'm going to make a cute recipe while I tell you about this serial killer. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, that's literally Stephanie's character arc is that she starts as just like a mommy blogger and then becomes a true crime mommy blogger. Which is great for her. Um, uh, good for her. And uh, so I, Blake Lively yeah. is like, brother fucker, as like a final callback because I needed to remember that plot point in the movie. <laughs> sprints out of the house and andrew randall's runs him runs her down in his prius mm-hmm. and he has this i hate this line <laughs> i hate his stupid one-liner after it i hate that he's like oh like i got a i got a honda or whatever and that's why it's a hybrid was, yeah i got a hybrid and that's why the engine is silent and it's like mm-hmm. okay how much did they pay you for that one mm-hmm. also i don't like, think that hybrid cars are silent i think they're quieter 
I don't think that they are silent the way electric cars are. Because electric yeah. cars are weirdly quiet. And some brands make them make noise so that people at night know where they are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this entire last bit just feels so quippy to me. And I kind of yeah. hate it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's not good. Like, like there's a bit where, uh, like... God, Blake Lively is like, oh, you fucked my best friend. And Anna Kendrick's like, oh my God, are we really friends? And like, <laughs> that's the lead up to the big reveal. But it's just, it's such mood whiplash that I really don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, just... I, I wrote down a comment. I was like, why is she asking, what are we? As Sean's like bleeding out on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone put pressure on this man's wound. Like, yeah, um... But yeah, so they get, uh, the, the cops show up at, I guess Andrew Reynolds didn't get arrested for possession. I guess he did have a med car. <laughs> uh, so he could show up and, and hit Blake Lively with his car. And the cops are like, okay, that's fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah what? <laughs> maybe he, maybe he got, like, out of jail in exchange for hitting Blake Lively with his car. In exchange for driving while high? <laughs> Yeah, what yeah about wait, that? is he still high? <laughs> he might wait be. a second. That's a good point. Is he still high? Unless they caught them right at the beginning of their sesh. Like, yeah. No, he was he was full munchie mode. I remember it. I remember watching him dig into a bag of chips. Like, wait a second. Yeah, instead he he like gets he they're like, oh sorry, sir, and leave. And I guess they're watching the blog, so he high gets into his hybrid and drives there gets there before the cops somehow and mows blake lively down (laughs) it kind of feels like they maybe were like it would be this would be a funny joke bit to do and then didn't realize it had implications for the rest of the plot yeah yeah and like in a in a better movie this works like Mm -hmm. in a movie where the cop element isn't there yet or the police didn't believe Anna Kendrick about like actually no Blake Lively is evil and she has like recruited some of her mom audience to help with this thing and they're like mom stick together blah 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 like in a better version of this movie this works way better because I do like we get the crumb of Andrew Reynolds watches the blog and then Andrew Reynolds was watching the live stream. Yes. Yeah, I, I like that setup and payoff. It just very much conflicts with the two seconds ago scene we saw where he's high. Mm-hmm. I will say, getting high and watching mommy vlogs does sound fun, though. <laughs> um, but also, if I were like, oh my god, my favorite vlogger is live vlogging like catching someone doing you know catching a serial murderer i guess she's only done one murder at this point yeah catching Catching this criminal yeah i don't think i'd want to be high for it i think i'd get too scared (laughs) she's done two murders because she killed her dad she did kill her dad okay to be a serial killer you need three you need three okay so not a serial killer yet but she's she's looking for it she's trying (laughs) she's gonna girl boss her way into this um, she was gonna kill Sean and Anna Kendrick, so it was good. Yeah, exactly. Three. So she was going to be, but they ruined her chances. <laughs> so 
Anyway, I also wish we got some more setup for the nanny cam. Like, mm-hmm. um, I like that her her blog or her vlog or whatever is like a big plot point, but I do wish that we like could establish how small her cameras were. Yeah, shopping for new equipment. She's like, yeah, I got a better mic now, and I know more about mm-hmm. cameras and editing. And I'm gonna yeah. try live streaming, you guys. Won't that be fun? Yeah, exactly. Because we get a vlog like feels like like, every 20 minutes or so yeah a little clip so we definitely could have gotten a little bit more setup for that but whatever uh so blake lively goes to jail we get some closing text emily was sentenced to 20 years in prison feels like she maybe should have gotten more for that but whatever Mm -hmm. uh anna kendrick is now like yeah it's a it's a combination uh, it's a combination true crime. She okay. It's not true crime because she's not reporting on Mister. Yeah, she's a detective now. She's a detective mom. <laughs> it's like f- Fridays are the baking videos. Tuesdays are the crime videos. Yeah, basically, like that's basically what she says. Uh, I also I like the little bisexual nod at her. Like at in her closing text says she's dating someone from the city, but it doesn't explicitly say if it's a man or a woman. I thought that yes. was nice. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Sean's doing okay. Him and Nikki are... They moved to California. Yeah, they moved to California. Uh, He released a new book about the events of the movie, and everyone thinks it's too far-fetched, but they did like it. Mm -hmm. Which, like, uh, okay, movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, That's fine. Did you include the... the... He doesn't know about the incest, so I'm I'm glad that... (laughs) Anna Kendrick gets to have her name unsullied in this in this book uh, about her life. And Blake Lively is doing great in prison uh, where she is playing basketball and has braids, which felt uh, coded to me. But they are like, they're not like braids braids. But also, it felt really coded to me. <laughs> like, it made me uncomfortable. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And that's a simple favor. <laughs> <laughs> what a simple film. A simple they're, film. They're making another one. They're making another one for some reason. I don't know. It's so confusing. Because it made $96 million. They spent $20 million on it, and it made $97 million. But what could they do for a sequel? It is so mm-hmm. concluded. Like, is mm-hmm. this a sequel about Blake getting out of prison? Is the sequel about Anna Kendrick doing detective stuff? I, okay, to be fair, I would not be mad at, like, you know how, like, Knives Out is just going to be, like, a series of anthology films mm-hmm. uh, just focusing on the same detective? I would not be mad if the next movie was just completely unrelated, but it is a, a Stephanie Smothers mystery. See, I feel like the whole pull of this movie was the relationship specifically between Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively and, like, their chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I think if you take that away, it's just gonna flop. I mean, that's also fair. Maybe they'll give we her... We should do a... it for the Patreon. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe they should give her a different woman to be homoerotic with. Mm. Like, maybe this time... Who's a good... How old is Anna Kendrick? Who was she supposed to kiss in Pitch Perfect? Oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I do not remember Pitch Perfect that well. Uh, okay, it was the redhead. I don't know. It was yeah, the redhead, I, I think. Okay, so she's thirty-six. Wasn't that Brittany Snow? 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, maybe Brittany Snow can show up in the next movie <laughs> nice. and be another, like, evil woman in in nice outfits mm-hmm. that Anna Kendrick can be home or in her In her Wikipedia picture, Brittany Snow is wearing a very My Husband Has Tragically Died dress. <laughs> It's got, like, the frilly sleeves. Oh, yeah. It's it's <laughs> a little too bright. But, yeah, if it was black, yeah. like, that, yeah. is, that was absolutely like, She answers husband. the door to the detectives in this one. And they're like, your mm-hmm. husband has been found murdered. And she's like, <gasps> and leaves and comes back in the same dress, but it's black. But it's black, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, if uh, they won't. Uh, they are going <laughs> to. Okay, if they make another Simple Favor movie, it's going to be Blake Lively has broken out of prison or whatever. Wait, they are. I just saw on Wikipedia, it says <sighs> Kendrick and Lively are set to reprise their roles. Why? Why? She's in jail. It's she- going to be about her getting out of jail. I was right. It's going to be about her getting out of jail. It's going to be about her getting out of jail. And oh my like, God. Or, know. or. Okay, Anna Kendrick is going to visit her in jail to mm. get her advice on a case. Mm. Oh my god, she's going to be like her Hannibal Lecter. That might be what happens. Oh my god. You know what? I would not be opposed. Actually, I do love that. I'm not going to lie. Turning into Hannibal for her. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. That's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Just Hannibal for girls. Um, <laughs> okay. I, uh, maybe fine. Sean will come back. I hope if Sean comes back, he is minding his own damn business and like flourishing <laughs> and not. I don't want him to come back. Yeah, I hope Sean doesn't come back. I hope he stays in California, leaves Anna Kendrick to be weird with Blake Lively in Connecticut. Yeah, yes. Sean deserves to be happy away from them. Sean deserves to have a peaceful life with his son, who is going through so much therapy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you uh. what, that kid can lie about whatever he wants now. <laughs> <laughs> Sean is going to believe him 100% of the time. Yeah, no. Like, that's cause that kid's going to be like, hey, the Easter Bunny's real because I just saw him. And Sean's going to be like, the Easter Bunny isn't real. And he's going to be like, oh, really? Like, my mom wasn't back? <laughs> just like my mom was dead, right? Like, you can say whatever the hell you want if you are that child now. Mm-hmm. Final thoughts. <laughs> Final thoughts. Um, this movie is bonkers. And it would be more insane. fun. It would be, Okay. It would be more fun for me without the incest plot. I am especially sensitive to that kind of thing. And uh-huh. so if that wasn't there, I would love to drink copious amounts of alcohol and watch this movie again because it is so bonkers and it is just cakes on every single, like, twist trope that there is and it would be very fun without that plot line in there. For me personally, it is a (laughs) no-go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely get what you mean. Um, I wish it had leaned... I, I wish it had leaned more into the campy aspects of it. I wish it yeah. had been I wish it had been weirder. I wish it just went full weird with it. Um like it it seems like it wants to kind of like It wants me to think it's a normal movie and it's simply <laughs> it just tries it to do simply too not. much. Like it kinda it, it it seems like it wants to have it both ways with like Lively's character being like 
a cool girl boss who like is evil but like in a fun way but then also doesn't like want like it's like oh she's sexy and evil and fun and like yeah she'd be like horrible to actually be with but she's fun to watch but then it also wants to like punish her for all her actions and i'm like okay either do we like her or don't we like yeah. is she a fun sexy girl boss or is she a literal abuser the only way to watch this movie is to not think of it, like, not take it seriously and just appreciate Blake Lively. That is the only way to watch this movie. <laughs> you just that watch is the way a, I watched it. A super it. cut of Blake Lively being sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just have to, what you have to do is you just have to, the second a new scene starts, forget all of the previous scenes and forget <laughs> all the scenes that are coming. Mm-hmm. Just forget the rest of the movie, enjoy the scenes on their own. <laughs> Yes. I also just think, like, there's so much gender in this movie. Mm. Uh, in a really, like, in a way that I don't know if I agree with. Because Anna Kendrick is very, like, archetypically, like, feminine. And, like, archetypically, like, she's a mom. And she's a stay-at-home mom. And she's, like, you know, uh, this, like... She's competent, but in a way that moms are competent, you know? She loves baking. She loves mm-hmm. baking. She loves, mm-hmm. like, she wears pastels. Like, she wears sweaters. She is, like, not virginial, but very, like, uh, sheltered. Um, and also, I guess, slept with her brother, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> as opposed to Blake Lively, who is always wearing suits and day drinks and is not, like, uh they're definitely like i i i wouldn't go as far to call blake lively gender non-conforming in this film mm-hmm. but they're definitely using gender non-conformity as to... like a sign that she's different yes as like a she's not like definitely... other girls <laughs> yes they're definitely not like other girls in here her and to be like whoa she's like just like she's just as powerful as a man because she wears mm-hmm. suits um, <laughs> like that's the vibe i'm getting from blake lively and i would love to have more women in suits who aren't evil <laughs> i love a woman in a suit and i do love an evil woman but i would love to get a little variety in my mm-hmm. opinion that's fair that's fair definitely um two women movie, in suits one is good one is bad <laughs> Yes, exactly. We need two women in suits for the next movie. I will not rest. (laughs) I will not rest until there are two women in suits. And one of them... If Anna Kendrick is going to do the detective thing, I bet that she just goes out and buys a beige trench coat, you know? She's... Oh my god, if they give me Anna Kendrick in, like, full detective get-up, like, hell yes. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) The only way Um, we will tolerate a sequel to this movie. On your shoulder are two women in suits, and one is good and one is evil. <laughs> and you have to determine which is which. Or love them both equally. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I am attracted to both of them. No, 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 that's not what I said. Not that's what I said. <laughs> you can find the show at okay, but it is underscore gay on Twitter. Uh, our theme music is thanks to Enoff, E-N-O-F-F, music on Instagram. Uh, Autumn, you're on the internet. I lurk on Twitter at autumnal underscore season. Kaylee's also on the internet. Uh, that's a horrible thing to say about me, but yes, I am on the internet. <laughs> um, my Twitter is at Kaylee.jpg. 
uh, and you can find basically everything else about me if you go to my Twitter. Your commissions are open. Oh, uh, my commissions are always open. They're like on a on a rolling basis. If you if you want me to draw something for you, hit me up. Uh, I did design. Great art. I did design the logo. Um, so if you would like me to design a logo for your podcast, <laughs> hit me up. Thanks for listening, everybody, and stay gay. <laughs> Please stay gay. Is that the sign-off? I'm sorry I don't listen to the show. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs>